What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. It's the Apple Bits XL. Brian Tong here, your host, doing the most for everything good and bad inside the world of Apple. I know I'm kind of giddy sounding. Am I giddy? Well, guess what? I'm actually not here right now. I am on my personal vacation after two years in Hawaii. Right now, I should probably be, well, depending on when you're listening to this, but I probably should be eating lots of amazing food, some ono grinds. I should be absorbing every ray of sun. I should be transforming from Brian Tong to Brown Tong and just laying down on that surfboard, waiting to catch the next wave and not caring about anything, like completely disconnected from the world. That is where I hope to be and where I probably will be as you're listening to this podcast. But this week, look, I'm not going to leave y'all hanging. We always have content coming for you. This is our in-depth Apple Watch Series 7 review. And I think this is an interesting one because sometimes products, you want to use them a little longer. I mean, there's an initial review and then there you might actually feel differently about it a month later, a couple months later. So I had friend of the show, first timer, Michael Josh from Gadget Match to come on and we are going to go in deep with the Apple Watch Series 7. So here it is. All right, what's up, everybody? Hey, 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 special guest in the house, first timer on the Apple Bits XL, Mr. Michael Josh from Gadget Match. Michael, what's up, baby? Hey, Brian, this is a dream come true. Oh, my God, <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure? Thanks are you for sure having about me. That? Are you sure about that? Be careful what you yes, say. Yes, yes. Uh, we've been talk- planning on talking for the longest time, but we've been so busy, um, and it's really difficult to get schedules to kind of, like, align it's, it's that crazy creator world. So, Michael, you know, for people that might not be familiar with you, you do some amazing and excellent tech coverage across the board on all devices. Could you just let people know where they can find you? Thank you. Yes. Um, YouTube.com slash Gadget Match and then Gadget Match all across social media or GadgetMatch.com. We actually have a, a website that public, that does reviews and, and other kinds of news, news features, et cetera, et cetera. But the YouTube channel is where you'll find me. All right, excellent, man. So we're here to talk about and actually review a product, the Apple Watch Series 7. And I think what's cool about this is, look, I do my initial review, but I think you wait about a month or so and maybe different things come up that weren't as prevalent or you didn't notice as much. And so, you know, Michael reviews, I mean, every fitness thing that I can think of and smartwatch as well in addition to phones and TVs and computers and everything. So I thought it'd be awesome to bring you on. And I know you're an avid kind of smartwatch user as well. So let's just kind of open this up. You are the guest. You are my guest. So um, let's get your first thoughts. I guess, has it been about a month since the Apple Watch came out? I don't even know exactly. Maybe. Uh, Mo, definitely three. more. It's been Probably more than two a month. months now. Yeah. Oh my goodness. See, I, time flies. Uh, uh, you might be right. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. 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 Because MacBook, Pro, <laughs> I think MacBook so. Pro and AirPods came out and then the Apple Watch an iPhone came out before then, so right? Before yes. that, yeah. Okay, you're yeah, right. Definitely, because I know my review took like a week to do, yeah, so it's yeah. been more than a month. Um, yeah, I hey, I'm so glad that, that you wanted to talk about the Apple Watch because it, I have a lot to say because <laughs> I also use it. But just to clarify, uh, I mean, while I have been reviewing, uh, you know, smartwatches for a while now, and the Apple Watch I've been making videos for a long time on, this is probably the year... Um, that I've really gotten into fitness mm. and and then have now been obsessing over like fitness kind of kind of fitness tracking biohacking all because I've realized that um, it, it's such a great tool for us to kind of 
become the best versions of ourselves to take care of our bodies. And I really have, I mean, this is, this sounds probably like a press release for Apple, but it's really <laughs> thanks to the Apple Watch and Fitness Plus that I really have been able to get on this fitness journey of mine. And it all started with my obsession to close the rings, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, it's such a, people make fun of it. Um, but if you take it seriously and, and you're, but I guess you also have to be a type A person like me, competitive <laughs> and obsess, obsessive to a point to, that all, I always want to close my rings. It got to a point where I, one weekend I was um, hanging out at Anna Bong's party in New Jersey and I knew I could not get home before 12 and my rings were not closed. Oh so I God. was like, can I run up and down your stairs? Oh my God. <laughs> for a few minutes just so that I can get, cause I need, I, to get what I needed to close my activity rings, but that obsession uh, to do it. And then thanks to fitness plus, you know, because whether I'm traveling, like I was in Iowa uh, covering John Deere and I was just working out at my hotel room. And when I was in LA, uh, well, I went for a lot of runs in LA, but it was also doing stuff in my hotel room just to close my ring. So that combination of stuff has really been helpful, helpful for me. And it's really what got me on this journey. And, you know, looking at, data like seeing like my um what is it called <laughs> um vo2 max mm-hmm. and seeing how low mine and i would see i justine i call her i justine justine post her hers and it's so high and i was like why is her but she's so i was like okay you gotta work out harder and, and and you could see but it's so nice to see your progress over time and all of these improvements so i mean if you actually use the apple watch it's great but you know for the for a long time as a tech fan it was just a glorified Watch with notifications like a notification for bracelet for the yeah, longest time. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, for many many years, and so it can be, it can be different things for different people. Yeah, you know what? I think yeah. you make a great point because so um, I'm fortunate enough to have a group of people who support my content on Patreon, and what uh-huh. I did is I had a closure rings contest. So we basically had everyone compete. And there's some amazing stories that came out of that. One gentleman, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's okay with me saying his name. I'll just say his first name, David. He ended up winning this competition. We basically had a one-month competition. He lost 22 pounds from from roughly 20, I believe it was like around 20 to 22 pounds from committing to that month, closing his rings. And he said it literally changed his life, right? And when you have a device that lives on your wrist that transforms how you live and can transform your health and because the closure rings things, it is catchy. It's it is visually it's nice to look it's the at the gamification yeah, of it, it right? Is, it is. And when it actually has real life results that benefit you and change how you live and change your health, it's hard not to fall in love with this device, you know? It's just hard right. not to. Now for right. me, I wish I maybe committed to be more active. I I'm pretty active like maybe like <laughs> 2 to 3 times a week, but I'm I maybe if I start getting on that that <laughs> that super OCD <laughs> close your rings you know then i'll really get a benefit but i still love the apple watch even for me being someone who isn't like a constant closure rings guy now you know the series 7 came out um did you personally how about this do you always upgrade your watch are there years that you didn't upgrade and what did you do about the series 7 i always this is (laughs) i'm in for you're you're in for a treat um i always upgrade my watch and last year um I wanted the blue one and I wanted the titanium one. <laughs> and so I had to, <laughs> I had two um, Apple Watch Series 6s that I kind of like uh, swapped between. The problem with the blue one is, see, I love collecting bands. And the problem with the blue one is you need, like, it'll go well with the blue band. But what about if I wanted a, a, a 
a link, you know, or <laughs> something of a different color or the leather doesn't really go with it. So I liked having that titanium one. And so I have a lot to say, like I can help. I w- I'm actually working on a video too, because I have a lot to say about finishes, you know, you re- mm-hmm. what to choose um, the pros and cons of each, but um, I had to. So yes. You're so deep. Uh, <laughs> you're so deep into it. So hold on, hold on. See, I didn't <laughs> yeah. know this. So, okay. We have someone who upgrades every year and last year, uh-huh. last year <laughs> bought two. So did you buy two this year? Not yet, just this one so far. But I'm so you have the blue titanium one. You have the blue yeah. Apple Watch Series Seven right now. Yes, and I'm thinking of trading in my titanium watch, but I haven't yet. But mainly because I want to be able to film lots of close-ups to show what it looks like after a mm. year of use. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I'm still thinking of a titanium watch too. See, I run a lot, and the, so if I were to make because I run, it's funny because now that I run, you don't want any. I don't even run with my phone, and I like I so I have the LTE watch, um, and so the lighter the watch, the better. And because I sleep with it, the lighter the watch, the better. So mm. for sleeping and for running, the aluminum aluminum is probably the way to go. Okay, so yeah. let's talk about the watch now. The increase in size. Did okay. you because I've actually come across some situations where some people are like it's actually a little too big for me. So I'm curious your take. Do you like the increase in size of the screen and does the one millimeter size are you do you like that or actually you felt like it might have been a little too big? Um Wait, what what's the, honest, what face are you using to, right now? I'm I oh, right now. Uh, rings. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, I have the rings. Uh, but, uh, so, so I've, I've used the 30, I've used the 38 mm-hmm. when it was the 38, and then I moved to the 40, and then the 41. And the, so you, you've uh, used the smaller watch. The small, it's always right? this, it's always the smaller. Yep. It's always the smaller one because the big, the, the, the bigger model is always too, cause I really narrow wrists. So it's always too big for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, because I started collecting bands, there's really no way for me to change. True. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I never, I don't really notice the, the change. I, I mean, in terms of, uh, the, the case size, it still feels as big as the series six mm-hmm. watch mm-hmm. for me. Like that one millimeter is, for me, imperceivable, but you really do notice the size of of the display, um, especially when you have a, a, a watch face that really fills it up. You really notice how how much more space you actually have now, which is great because I love being able to. When I go from for me, like when I go for my runs, um, I, there are a couple of metrics that I want to always glance at every now and then, and just having a big screen to mm-hmm. display all of that data is 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 great for me. It, overall, it's very aesthetic i think um but you know i don't know i if i look at my old watch i kind of don't want to use it anymore <laughs> that's it, that, that, it yeah that's yeah. fair though yeah because of yeah. the screen you're used to you're you love the larger screen size yes i do and i do and even the 40 well now the now 41 millimeter watch face with the larger screen actually gets pretty close in size to what the 44 millimeter watch uh used to be Used to be. Used to yes. be, right? So, but I mean, the case size is smaller. Correct, so it's just a correct. bigger display, but a smaller in a smaller case, which is great, you know? <laughs> and I think, I think there's a lot of people that maybe never factor that in because some people do say, oh, the Apple Watch uh, is a little too big. They don't, you know, some people like it, but they don't like how it's square-ish and it might feel a little bulky on them. And, I'm, and I say, hey, you might consider looking at the new 41 because mm-hmm. it gets you close to the size of the previous 44 with the larger right. screen. 
But some people right. do, just kind of eliminated that from the equation right off the bat. And some people like big watches too. And I, I mean, to be honest with you, are you using the 45? Yeah, I'm, I've always been a big watch guy. I'm also the guy who wears his watch kind of loose and lets it dangle ah, and slide. Yeah. And people are always like, oh, people comments like, tighten your watch. I'm like, dude, I like it when it just, I don't like it when it's just like so firm on my wrist that it's just snug. I, I'm not that guy. Which is why I like the solo loop because yeah. it's so soft yeah, yeah. and it, it can, it, there's enough give for it to kind of like slide a little bit, yeah. but also there's no little dot that metal dot yep. there that, especially, you know, when you're on your MacBook pro, yep. like the fear <laughs> of, uh, of actually scratching the, the uh, palm rest with your dot. Yeah. So this, this is my favorite, um, my favorite band. What, what else do you really like? Oh, go ahead. I, I wanted to ask you, um, yeah. what were your thoughts when it wasn't what was rumored to be? And which one did you, would you would have, would you have rather had the, square squarish so you know design. i think for me the squares design like in my mind cool that it matches the aesthetic of apple products but based on the rumors and the renders i feel like it would have maybe dug into my wrist a little more because of the square edges you know like maybe it depends on how it rests quite honestly um right but it didn't it actually i guess because they were rumors like i always treat the rumors as like oh that's cool I'll wait till it happens. I don't buy into it and say, this is absolutely in my brain, you know, in all my videos to say this could happen, but it's not guaranteed. Whereas, you know, there's a lot of people who treat the rumors as if they're facts. Like they'll say like, right. you know, confirmed new Apple watch design. I'm like, it's not confirmed. What the hell are you talking about? Right. Yeah. So it's just a rumor. Yeah. It is. So I didn't buy into it that much. I think now that I see this one, um, I was kind of skeptical from a standpoint of like, ah, how much, Different is the experience going to be, but I do, I do really like the keyboard swipe keyboard on it for me. I used to never, t I stopped texting on my Apple watch because it was like drawing the characters took too long. If you had to edit it, you're like, oh, forget this. Speech to text yeah. is all right. It's still not the best with Siri. I, I honestly gave up on texting on the Apple watch, but with yeah. this new swipe keyboard and even tapping it out, it's yeah. a whole lot more accurate. And I actually found that that was one of those things I did not expect to enjoy that I really enjoy on this new Apple Watch. So going back to your question, was I disappointed by the design? Did I want the new design? Um, when it comes, it comes. And we'll see if I actually like it once it's on once it's on wrist because it is a little boxier. I agreed. I agree with you. I, I, I had the same hesitation when I saw the design. Um, that also, well, I know the sensor is kind of big and rounded underneath yeah so it raises it up but i was like mm, i'm not 100 sure but i will give it a shot when i see it in person um but i'm happy with this design to be honest yeah. it's, it's it's just it's isn't it crazy because in the in the world that we live in because of the human condition there is a necessity for change for it to uh aesthetically and there's always this big fuss over uh when it does when it doesn't when it looks the same but i was like you need to get pause a little bit and actually realize how far technology has come and mm -hmm. how good the design already is and doesn't always need a, 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 a you know a, i'm happy with new finishes and whatnot to be honest but maybe that's just me i mean i think the the biggest thing is yes they increase the screen a little bit and everything pretty much stays the same i mean the the keyboard typing that's a software thing we didn't get any new health sensors and we know that they're obviously working on those and those take time. That's not something you don't get a new health sensor approved in a year. It takes two years or more, quite honestly. Yeah. So yeah. that's still a ways away. I mean, whether the rumors are right or not, I mean, you look at this watch face and I think to myself, knowing how Apple operates and knowing how Tim Cook operates, 
are we even going to see the new design next year? Because Apple typically keeps the design for two years before they go on. Now, if the rumor mills say it's definitely coming and this was kind of uh, in the middle of the product design life cycle, they Mm -hmm. changed it. Maybe, but, you know, they're still the number one selling smartwatch in the U.S., yeah. Um, they are the best-selling smartwatch. They are the best smartwatch, even though it's just isolated Apple's platform. It's, I don't know. I you know from the way that Apple operates business-wise, maybe they just stick in one of the new sensors in next year's model and keep the same screen and add a few new bells and whistles software-wise. That that's that's more likely what they're going to do. Again, we could be wrong. We're speculating, but I don't know if they even need to put out the new design next year either. No, I don't think so. But definitely would like some new sensors. For me, the thing that I um, ha- would have wanted is better sleep tracking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. Um, but I, I totally get it because the focus for Apple is, again, this might sound like an Apple fanboy just giving uh, an excuse on behalf if of it, Apple the, PR. If you, say that, if you say that three times, you, I might actually think you work for Apple PR now. <laughs> That's twice. That's twice, Michael. I know, no, because I just get so defensive because this is what this is. I, I kind of anticipating what the audience is going to yeah, say, yeah. but but I always um, I have seen, um, despite my disappointment, I have seen the importance of what winding down means in this new you know biohacking part of my life. I've realized that you do need to kind of set these to get to sleep better. You need to go to sleep at the same time every night. You need to create those routines, and you also need to wind down, which is mean, which gives you time to meditate, calm down, read a book, relax before you actually get into bed and fall asleep. Because, and and you know, people like you and I don't know if that's ever possible. People like you and me who work till the wee hours of the it's morning, so but it's it's so, it's, it's so. I think what Apple is trying to do is to encourage people to at least just get in that habit of winding down. But I have a lot of complaints about sleep tracking, and like if I don't. If, for example, if it's within, so what I do is I have my sleep schedule, I think, go from 12 to 10, just so that if Damn. I sleep in, it tracks, because if it stops tracking, if you tell it to stop, tracking. even if you snooze, if, if you sleep beyond what time you had set as your wake up time. Yeah. And I, I like, for me, Fitbit is the best. I've been mm-hmm. doing the aura ring, um, but I kind of want to see, you know, better what all these metrics that the watch is capable of actually measuring. We just need algorithms for it. It's, it. What's surprising to me, though, is like to your point, we knew last year when we saw sleep tracking, we it was really sleep training. It wasn't mm-hmm. sleep tracking, okay? Let's yes. be real. And you And that was a big complaint. I mean, I think a lot of people called that out last year. And I did think it was interesting that they really didn't do anything more to update probably its weakest point when you have a lot of competition maybe look maybe they're going to acquire a third-party app like sleep plus and just take all their all their you know magic sauce and then just integrate it but it was it was really surprising that probably the number one thing people cared about sleep tracking if if there was really going to be no major changes on the apple watch yeah didn't happen so quite honestly it kind of better happen next year it should. And I it's I feel like that's the missing piece to the holistic um life healthy lifestyle that they, they're trying to that they're trying to get people to, you know, buy into. Uh I I recently I recently had bought when I started running, I bought a Garmin Forerunner mm-hmm, 745. Mm-hmm. And that was similar to what the Aura Ring does. Uh Garmin calls it the body battery. And then Aura Ring calls it a readiness score. But it's great because it takes into consideration how well you slept, 
what your heart rate was when you were sleeping, how much activity you did the night before. And then by measuring HRV, which the Apple Watch can actually can also do, um, which is the variability between your heartbeats, which is kind of the determiner of like, are you stressed or not? And I've been, it's just being able to see that information was, was eye opening for me mm-hmm. because I could see that my HRV needs to be really nice and blue while I sleep because that's the time when your body needs to restore it, you know, uh, it goes into a restorative mode. Uh, that I could see that if I had a glass, if I, I was drinking late, I would get these orange red spikes while I while mm. it should have been blue, and I was like, "Wow!" So I, just seeing that data, and and then then telling me, "Hey, you need to take it easy today. You know, don't work out too hard." Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be great if that integrates with maybe your, your goals automatically adjust and like? Because anyway, that's a missing piece of the puzzle, which I f- wish was on my Apple Watch, so I didn't need to use any other device. So here's here's a question. I know that you checked this out. Um, you actually went and compared the body composition sensor from the Galaxy Watch 4, mm-hmm. and you actually went to like a professional, you know, actual, you know, not a watch, but an actual, you know, got the um, actual measurement. In body, right? yeah, the yeah. in body scale at a, at the at Equinox is what it, where I went to. Yeah. So the question for you is: Did that body composition um, sensor did that matter? You know, from a standpoint of knowing things like. Or is it kind of like one of those, oh, I'll do it one time and maybe I'll check it here and there. Did those metrics tie into kind of your overall health? Because I'm thinking about, you know, the two big sensors right now that Samsung has that Apple doesn't is blood pressure and body composition, right? Right. Um, So maybe if you could talk or expand about how those two factor in, you know, if if you think they're important pieces of the puzzle or maybe not as important. So so here's the thing. I feel like the Apple Watch is still sort of positioned as a lifestyle device. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the right term. Mm -hmm. Um, it's definitely not the watch that a runner would wear. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know, but it's funny because now with Fitness Plus, and I'm also, by the way, just super jealous that you got to meet all those because they're like my, <laughs> they're like my celebrities. And I, and I kind of have feelings. I, like, I have feelings for them because mm-hmm. that emotional You've connected connection. To them. You've connected to yeah. Cause when I'm, when it's, you know, when they're encouraging you and it's getting tough or Dustin, when, when I'm having a bad day and I'm doing a meditation with him, I feel like they're all my friends. I'm really jealous that you got to meet all of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but <laughs> where was I? But and so with Fitness Plus, you'd think that Apple is 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 geared, just kind of positioning can also should also position the watch for also serious fitness enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a, something like a body composition scale um, a, a analysis tool is great if you're really into your fitness. And I had a great conversation with the girl from Equinox who um, was really kind enough to just have this long chat with me, talking about the importance of, of these numbers and what they mean. Uh, so it's important. Um, so she does. So for people that she trains. She will have, I don't know, monthly check-ins, and it always has to be at the same time so that you keep the parameters as as close to the last test as possible. If you didn't eat the, the night before, you shouldn't eat the night before as well. Just try, try to keep everything, um, um, try to keep the factors the same. Uh, and then that way you can kind of, it's a way to be able to say, so I realized my biggest takeaway is the number isn't important because I did mm-hmm, it also mm-hmm. compared it to the Withing scale. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the withing scale was off. Um, the, the Galaxy Watch was closer to the in-body, the mm. six thousand dollar machine. Yeah. But it. But she said it's not a. It's not the numbers that matter because I was like, oh darn! Like I, my scale tells me that my body fat is nine um, percent body fat. I think it was. That's how. That's already pretty low for a guy. 
it's low for a guy, but I was like, I'm trying to get my abs to show, you know, so it's important <laughs> to keep the body fat low. But, and so for me, I was like, oh, it has to be below 10. It has to be below yeah, 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I realized that what's important is, you know, um, it's about tracking progress, right? Oh. And so, you know, whatever, whatever kind of fitness goal you have, you can see, did you actually grow skeletal mm-hmm, muscle? Mm-hmm. Did you actually reduce your body fat? Whatever your goal is. So at lo- as long as it can measure accurately, this give you a, a more or less accurate reading I mean not uh, a consistent reading not Mm -hmm, accurate mm -hmm, reading mm -hmm. consistent reading then you know okay if I measure right now and it's 21% then I want to go down then you know that during the next reading it just has to be lower it doesn't matter what number it is it's just that you you dropped or you increased if that was the goal so it's a good tool to have Mm -hmm. um, uh, for awareness but it's only but it only matters to those who are really serious about your fitness. Yeah. Is re- is that really important to the average person? Probably not. I mean, is that really important to the general Apple consumer? Probably not, right? It's no. It's for the super like specific person. Like, I need to know this to make sure that I am doing this on track. Like, you know, even the whole idea be- behind Close the Rings, it's fun. But really, at the end of the day, it's just trying to get people to be more active and right. stay active. I mean, that is the purely right. the goal, whether it's right. exercise, whether it's walking around and moving, or whether it's staying up. It's just all about be active. There is no necessarily like put on five pounds of muscle, which is for someone who's really going to be right. more serious about their right. body. And which is also, and as much as I love Fitness Plus, because I feel like there's nothing like it, even in terms of just the cast of characters are great. Everybody, like everyone is just the energy, the production level. It's great. And and there's really nothing like it. Uh, I've, I've used all the different competitors. Um, but that said, at some point, like I've gotten the body that I wanted, but I'm like, now I think I want more definition in my chest. How do I build that? There's no way to, for me to search for chest specific exercises. That's where something like my tempo will come in mm-hmm, because that's mm-hmm. a little bit more, you know, it's more geared towards like, yeah, for act for like more geared towards body change. Yes. Quite honestly. Yes. And so maybe the Apple watch doesn't need to be that device. It's just sad because as someone who's a little bit more serious about my fitness, I wish I didn't have to wear another device mm-hmm. to well, track my sleep and to track my, to, for, to track my runs and stuff like that. I mean, you know, being so tied into this, like this ecosystem, it is true. Like we know Fitbit is better at this. Tempo yes. is better than at this. Peloton arguably is better at another, you know, way of doing things. So, yes. you know, there is no, no matter what, there's never going to be a one-stop shop for everything. Yes. But, you know, when you talk about the thing that's crazy about Apple and Apple Fitness Plus is they really, they have the broadest audience. So yes. they can create a platform that achieves some of these goals. But, you know, no matter what, let's say, do you do you subscribe to the Apple One uh, bundle or or yes. just okay okay see so yes. you're in you're in deep I'm not I'm, I'm not on, I'm not on that bundle yet <laughs> I, I oh really I'm not on that bundle yet not yet but I might because it's kind of like now I'm at like this point where I do actually enjoy Apple News Plus more than I thought I would yes and then I do I'm I'm not I'm on Spotify so I haven't really Apple Music hasn't been able to pull me through and also for the record. Um, Spatial audio on Apple Music, it's good on some tracks, but it's not good on every track. It really depends on the genre music and the mix. And that's why it's not like I'm not the type of person who's going, oh, my God, spatial audio is amazing. It can be amazing, but isn't yeah. always amazing. And yeah. again, so there's that's why I haven't just completely jumped in. And I've been using Spotify for like 
seven, how many years? I don't know, 10 years even? I don't know, so many years. So, yeah. so that's the only thing. If Apple Music somehow pushes me over, then I'd probably get the bundle. I just think uh, the reason why I have the bundle is because I've just paid for all those services all these years because I just wanted in case I needed to do a video on Apple Arcade or like um, whenever I review the iPad and I do like having the magazines there but like we live such busy lives sometimes I I have to kind of get myself to kind of live a little bit so that I can actually use these devices as a real person Um, and that's always like the, the the struggle but you know I think overall what Apple has really been able to really do well is build a device that looks great, yep. that that works well, and that serves and then now they have that ecosystem um, plus all the health features. It it does it's probably the most well rounded watch out there for, for most sure. people. For sure. And I bought my parents Apple watches because I was like with the health tracking features, I would much rather then, I mean, that's something that, you know, a lot of people I have a friend whose father got a notification. And thanks to that notification, he was able to get to the ER before anything happened. Jeez. Right. And so, you know, it might not apply to everyone, but these are great features yeah. to have. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Apple seems to do it. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you didn't um, put out the Apple PR disclaimer on that one. <laughs> so you're still at two, Michael. You're still at two. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about, let's talk about maybe things you didn't like about the new Apple Watch or things that may have let you down or over time, maybe some bugaboos that you felt. Um, Are there anything that stands out to you? So I wish I had, uh, I still have battery tests for you. The thing is, the only way I'm going to get a battery test is to purposefully monitor for a review and that's hard because uh, yes so and i will make sure that, and then so i will either keep so i will extend my day just to make sure i get to see how long it really lasts during my test during the review period i was surprised that it was lasting me longer than my old watch um i mean i remember i text remember texting you um but like it's really hard because we all do different things with our devices mm-hmm. um and i think i drain my watch faster because i go for long runs and when you're on gps and cellular and that's consistently tracking your heart rate mm-hmm. throughout that entire workout. Um, so that will drain your watch faster. Um, I like the fast charging, but the problem is I only get that with the fast charger. And because I have, you, so have many... to, you have to buy the brick, you have to buy the larger uh, brick to support the fast charging. Yes. Um, and then, um, but well, I don't even know anymore. The problem is it's such a, sometimes I end up, with the battery because I don't want to take it off because I need it to con- constantly track my <laughs> my rings. <laughs> well, and you know what? To be honest with you, I should not even be tracking my sleep because it doesn't do a good job. At it tracking doesn't. It sleep, doesn't. So. You just put on so your maybe Fitbit. maybe I should just charge overnight. Yeah. But here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing that I'm curious about, right? So I love the, I, I thought when the Apple Watch was announced that I would love the fast charging feature. I thought like, oh, this is going to change how I use it. But I found it actually didn't. To me, because you still have to charge it once a, you know, basically over, after, during that overnight, right? Like you'd need a routine for yeah, it, but exactly. it does. It definitely does. So if you follow your routine, you probably will never kill your watch. Correct. So because it does charge really fast. Correct. So I I suggest like I would do it in the morning because I even when I when even get shower ready. with my watch. Yeah. Yeah. When you get ready, thirty minutes of you know brushing your teeth, making coffee just put it on the charger or when you're showering and then do that again at night with your, you know, whether we're washing your face or taking a shower or brushing your teeth, do that again. And that should be good enough to keep your watch alive the entire, uh, w- without ever dying. 
Yeah. Um, but you need to, my problem is I don't know where my fast charger is because, um, and yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> bottom line, I, uh, I, I lost it. No, and I, cause I have like that Belkin thing by my bedside. And so the problem is all your old chargers and I have all these charging accessories Yeah, and none of them support fast charging. I think, I think, um, no, this is not a plug, but the, there's a new Belkin like kind of three in one charger. That is that actually re- that that the actual little Apple Watch module on it is actually going to be supporting the fast charging. So that's going to be a big deal. Yes, because currently that's going to be a big deal. Yeah, because that's what's beside my bed and where like I hang my Apple Watch. And yeah. so I'm like, oh, like I realize, oh, it's dead, and I forgot to charge it. I was like, where is the fast charger? I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I still use the slow charger. So, so the um, funny thing is, so do I. Like honestly, I have those things in place, and I have used the fast charger. It's just for me, I guess. I was encouraged by the idea like, oh, it's going to fast charge. I won't need to charge it as much, but yeah. still, I still have to take it off. I still charge it. My yeah. routine, honestly, my charging routine, fast charger or not, is still the same. Yes. And I will say this too. A lot of people are like, oh, I wish for like one week battery life. But, you know, at some point, there's always that this, there's always this uh, inconvenience of having to take it off and charge at some point. <laughs> so I don't you know, really mind it lasting don't you wish though you could get through at least literally like a like two days comfortably if you could get through it two days comfortably, i think that makes a difference for me like my aura ring for example uh at some point i still get like this feeling of like oh is it is it dead yet um is it gonna die soon i need to charge it at some point (laughs) um so even if this one lasts me like what five days um so so just yeah yeah, I, it hasn't me, made that the, much of difference. It hasn't made that much of difference for you. Basically, is what you're saying. No, no. Um, as long as it lasts me through a whole, gets me through a whole day, and it does. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, perhaps just to be guaranteed that you don't have to charge, that you can get to the next morning, and you don't have to worry about that eight minute charge before you go to sleep. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> yes, yes. Agreed. I would have loved a little bit longer battery life as well. Because um, I'm going about, I'm about to go on a trip. I'm going to L- uh, LA tomorrow. That's right. And I'm going to bring my my favorite accessories. What is it called? The MagSafe Duo. Is it? Um, wait, wait, that the the little one, foldable thing. The foldable thing. You like that the, thing? For traveling, yes. Oh, yeah, okay, because perfect. I all I have to do is bring that one and a cable and a charger. And when I go to sleep at night, it can I can charge both my watch. True. And my iPhone by my bedside. And um, um, so it it's not fast charge. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. fast charge. So it's, that yeah. doesn't change anything. All my, yeah, I, all my, yeah, I have so many accessories. None of them currently support fast charge. So <laughs> that, that's, that, um, so unless you, I mean, maybe this is a first world problem, like a, a tech geek problem. Is. Like people just have their charger and they will benefit from it. That's, it yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, how about this? What about things you wish? You know, we're not talking about anything that's things that let you down or you were kind of bummed about. What what do you, what do you want in the next Apple Watch personally? What what is that thing that is I mean, we talked about sleep tracking, so I think you and I can both agree we yes. we want absolutely better sleep tracking on the Apple Watch. Yes. Um I do like how this is so subtle, but I loved how with Apple Fitness Plus, if you are a subscriber, you they added the meditation classes to there like yes. uh, directly on the watch. That's a big deal if you have AirPods, you know, that's kind of an ecosystem services play. Part of me is like, oh, couldn't they have just done that? But, you know, they're trying to leverage Fitness Plus, but I really thought that was a, a nice No, I a think nice that's add-on. a great feature. It's such a great feature. Um, Very quick, very briefly, like I think that the importance of talking about mental health is, is such mm-hmm, – and mm-hmm. oftentimes I will have these anxiety attacks. And sometimes 
I've found that um, the best way to really uh, deal with it is to really just take a break mm-hmm. and just meditate and just breathe for a while. And so, ha- and so I found the meditation that initial, the first version of the meditation, was it not called the meditation? Breathe, it was breathe, the, it was called breathe. It was breathe. Yeah. It was very limited. <laughs> and I would like, cause my, cause my therapist gave me this thing. I think you breathe in for four and you hold for four, you breathe out for four and then you, and I just want something to just guide me just so that to prompt me while I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, now that, now that it's built in, I think it's, 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 it's such a simple feature, but it's great for people's mental health. And um, I think it's a feature that um, I'm glad Apple put into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so for you, what other features so what, what you really I, wish? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, um, okay. it's not. It's we're just we're just we're just hanging out, man. <laughs> no, I, I. Well, for me, it's really sleep tracking, and I really do want better metrics in re, in in relation to HRV because the HRV score on the Apple Watch. It's very confusing, mm. and I don't know how they come up with that number. And I would like real-time um, stress monitoring, um, to HRV monitoring, so I can see. Um, and then, and I, I would love that feedback to, to kind of incorporate because they already track all my workouts. They know what my heart rate is, so they're in the best position to say, "Hey, you know, you you need to take a have a chill day today. Don't push mm-hmm. too hard." Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. I would love for. I mean, just uh, oh, you know what? I said this in my review. I would love an Apple Watch Pro. Mm. So would you this know, be like a high-end health one or what's an Apple Watch? Pro I would you? love it to be, yes, more fitness and not an Hermes gold-plated <laughs> watch. Hey, they, they, uh, we, we've got space for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but something that has more, like what I love about my Garmin, for example, is if I'm preparing for a run, like preparing for a half marathon, it can get me on a training plan. And then uh, so much so that when I go for runs, it'll say, okay, today, this is your plan. And uh, when you run, keep this pace. And then um, if, and so it wants me to run at this, at, I think it, at like nine min, nine miles, nine miles, nine minutes and 33 seconds per mile um and if if i go too fast it'll buzz me and say oh you're running too fast and if i'm going too slow speed up and little things like that or think something with more specialized features for athletes i would love to have or specialized features for biohackers like people who really want to be able to dive because i also understand that maybe it's too intimidating to have so much data in the health app and the fitness app so but maybe allow people to you know, put the, I don't know what additional sensors that might be, you know, maybe like a temperature reading, like the aura ring, mm-hmm. um, all of these stuff, because I really believe that data is power and awareness is power. And the Apple Watch is, is your gateway to all of that. Yeah, I mean, should be. you know, even when they talk about, so for example, we know that hundreds of millions of people have some form of diabetes globally, right? Even even if they put a blood sugar, uh, blood glucose monitor on, which we've heard rumored forever, but um, is, I just don't you know, know how that would be. Yeah, you know, I mean, we you know, we'll have to. Yeah, you know, I, we'll have to see. I, but at the biohacker in me has already looked up. There are some. I forget which company makes it, but it's like a little uh, circle with a little pin, and then you get you 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 put it on like yeah, a yeah, patch. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, the yeah. pin is in your shoulder or wherever arm for like two weeks, I think. And then you can just tap your phone and it connects to Apple health. Actually, mm-hmm. you tap your phone and I'm going to, I'm actually planning on doing that because I also want to see, um, how, what I eat and the spikes that mm-hmm, it triggers, mm-hmm, sugar mm-hmm. spikes and how that affects my mood, my energy levels. <laughs> uh, well, when you're hangry and when you're not. When my hangry, but also just to know that, <laughs> hey, I have a big day tonight, today, and I should avoid this kind of food because it does this <laughs> to me and I get sleepy. But, oh, 
I know. I already know what I should avoid. avoid <laughs> Do I sound like a crazy person? <laughs> no, no, no. Avoid hard-boiled eggs so I don't have the farts. Um, <laughs> Definitely avoid... not broccoli and cabbage uh, <laughs> and I cauliflower. Need, I don't need anything in my beans. arm to tell me that. <laughs> no, but like know, apparently like certain things that you – certain things – uh, trigger different kinds of spikes mm-hmm. and which is why we crash in the afternoon mm-hmm. but you know I, I don't know but yes i would love but i even like how does the blood pressure monitoring work like because do, doesn't it need to i mean it had technically you know it depends on the type of sensor they're using right i mean the, if how about this we know that the apple watch can measure things but it's not going to be right now it's not as specifically accurate as the actual equipment but if it can get how about a good enough reading that mm-hmm. can give uh, mm-hmm. tell you trends like mm-hmm. right it's look there's no there's no way it's going to be able to top a blood glucose monitor there's no way it's going to be able to top directly drawing a blood sample from your arm but yeah if this you know optical sensor can see through and at least give you some general reading like hey your your sugar levels are higher or lower trending compared to where you normally are at the baseline that that mm-hmm. sounds like it's gonna. That sounds more likely what we're gonna get, not like an exact reading, right? Yeah, from a non-invasive yeah. sensor, um, but that looks through our blood vessels. You know, whether that's they're even talking about, you know, alcohol, blood alcohol, you know, monitoring as well. That things, would be great right? too. Things like that, that would so, be great too. Yeah, but this is like the the holy grail of all these sensors. And at the same time, you know, you talk about an Apple Watch Pro. May I don't know I don't know if they're gonna call it Apple Watch Pro per se, right? But yeah, to but put all on, those sensors in there, yeah. not everyone needs those too, right? I mean, no. I would love a watch with every sensor possible, quite honestly. Right. But not everyone needs that. I mean, people I that are like buying an Apple all... Watch today could just get like an Apple Watch S E and be really more than fine. Really happy. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's that's the point, right? Um, but I mean I also feel like it's also it might be a PR nightmare to also deal with people say all the hypochondriacs in the world mm. when you have you have access to all these even with the when the ECG came yeah. along and everybody was like, Does do do normal people is it really good for normal people to have access to this? But um so I can I it, you know yeah, it might be scary to, to put too many sensors uh yeah, but it's the age of inf- it's the it's information age, you know. Data, I mean, data is power. Look at look at how look how much the whole ECG debate has calmed down, right? There was a lot of worry, like how many false readings will we get? Will we overload the healthcare system with it? Will it be mm-hmm. you know m- many false positives? And it, over time, it has shown that all those concerns, at least in this situation, yeah, proved to be not as you know they're concerns that should be raised. But they didn't right. manifest into actual issues or problems that affected the healthcare industry, and right. so you know, ho- hopefully, you would think that the fu- the way that they manage the data from these future sensors will see a similar result. But we don't know until we know, right? right. It takes and a these year sensors really need to do their to need to be able to be good enough to actually deliver accurate results. And I guess that's the holdup. Yeah. But I would love to see new sensors. I yeah, I guess the reason why I can't verbalize it is I don't know what those sensors might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would love more sensors for sure. Yeah. Um. How about, yeah. what do you think about this? People that have listened to my podcast, they know already where I'm going with this. What do you think about an Apple Watch? Uh, for me, this is one of the things that I've, I wanted to see this year. An Apple Watch that does not require the iPhone to set it up. Meaning they could open it up finally to all these users. It is the best smartwatch while only being limited to Apple's platform. Um. That is something that I still want to see. I think they can create a web portal with an Apple ID that you can, you know, how about this? Maybe it might be more limited, much like we've seen with, you know, um, AirPods are more limited, but can still work as Bluetooth head 
earbuds on other phones. What do yeah. you th- what, what what do you think about that as an idea? Do you like it or you don't? And it's okay if you don't. Um, I, so I had this conversation with a friend the other day actually about this exact, same exact topic, and I feel like I flip flop on the on the matter. Um, ahead of ahead of the Apple launch, I think I was one of those guys that yes, a standalone Apple Watch would be great so that more people can enjoy it. But I also understand the way Apple thinks in terms of mm-hmm. just controlling the experience and making sure that. If you want, because you're not going to enjoy the Apple Watch if you don't have the full experience. So maybe you do need an iPhone, but I mean, it would be it it would be great it that more people get to enjoy. I just don't know what the experience might be like. You know, I think yeah. To your to your point though, it's interesting because I think that much like the iPod, which was tied to iTunes back in the day, and no one ever thought there was a time where no one thought it would ever go to Windows. But what yes. happened is that. They reached a saturation point where there really just wasn't much more growth in the Apple sector, and mm-hmm. then they're like, "Okay, let's 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 make go sure to Windows. Windows." Yeah, and so yeah. right now with Apple Watch, from the latest reports, I think it's somewhere around about a thirty-ish percent penetration right. rate for Apple users. And if right. that doesn't really increase in the next year or two, right, or if yeah. it starts to trend to still just stay that flat, it yeah. wouldn't. It, it would probably be that kind of kick in the butt that might. St- encourage them to say okay it's and, time to open up right they're going to do it based and then on they would the have to launch the apple um apple fitness plus outside of the apple ecosystem mm-hmm. they would have to uh launch android versions of the fitness app and the health app mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um to, to get that to, to work all of this of course is is totally possible yeah i mean they put um, apple tv plus on you know all on, these third-party yeah. tvs now it's just it's straight yeah. up an app yeah. So, I mean, yeah, but it's still not that. Yeah, I still love my Apple TV. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, it's, it's, I, it's if I, I can override, I, I over, I override every single um, TV operating system. My Apple TV. It's just. <laughs> it's not, I mean, it's, it's it does the job. I, I think it's. I, think I like it's, my cards. Yeah. I think it's good. It's not great, but it's good enough. It's good enough. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. That's where I stand on it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, I mean, definitely want more people to enjoy the okay. the watch because I think I really do. Um, yes, and I unfortunately, it's uh, you have to be part of the Apple ecosystem, yep. just like iMessage right now. <laughs> okay, okay. Here's my other. Uh, here's my big reach uh, for the Apple Watch that I want them to do. Still, I've been waiting for this. I still want the Apple Watch to have a Dick Tracy camera so I can FaceTime people on my wrist. I don't care if it takes up more battery juice. I don't care if they integrate it into the wristband. They don't need to put it on the watch face. Don't worry about that. But um, there's something in my heart that just wants to be able to call someone on my wrist like Dick Tracy. Like a spy watch. Oh, for sure. This has <laughs> no real true function other than being a badass. Like just it's purely just a badass feature, right? It's yeah. like, yeah, there's no there's no practice. Oh, there's some practicality to it. I mean, how long are you going to hold your wrist up and talk to them? But oh, my gosh, what if I called you on your Apple Watch, Michael, and I said, "What's yeah. up?" And you're like, "Oh my you god!" You know, that's a really good. I think um, I would love it to do more smartphone things mm-hmm. because, for example, when I go for my long runs, um, so if I'm running at Prospect Park, which is a 30 minute train ride to get there, and then I run around for an hour, another. At that point, I'm like, okay, I'll take my iPhone 
many. I have a I have a, a phone for running because <laughs> don't laugh at me. I'm probably not the obviously I'm not your average person. You're the mo- you're like, the multiple gadget tech tech guy, man. I mean, I was like, wow, I didn't. So I will so just because goes. it's smaller. I didn't so realize small. how deep this goes. <laughs> so I run with my with my mini, but on a normal day, I would just really love to feel very confident leaving my watch at home. And sometimes there are certain apps that, um, yeah, maybe I could check my Instagram feed, you know? Or oh my gosh, um, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay. I don't know. I, I just just in case I need to do some work thing or some social but, media but, but, thing. But, 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 or... Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, we've talked, we've we've hit yeah. upon this a few times in this call. Um, about mental health and you know <laughs> being able to find time for yourself and and this kind of, I feel like yeah. the Apple Watch is literally the tech device that allows you to say, "Hey, phone, go away. Uh, yeah. I'll have the cellular version. If you need me, you need me. Really, yeah. it's just about calls and messages, maybe emails, right. and nothing else." You can That's track true. my fitness. Like, Michael, I'm going to encourage you in 2022 <laughs> to leave the mini at home. Home, yeah. Do you have an Apple Watch that has cellular? Yes, I do. Okay. And I have oh, Apple oh Pay God. on it, too. So okay. I, it, it does okay. everything. It pays okay. for trains. It pays for food. Okay, friend. So in that respect, like, so I So maybe literally... I do need the camera. Maybe I do, do need the camera because <laughs> one other excuse that I have is I like to go run by um, – I live in uh, Brooklyn and I live near the water. Mm-hmm. And so I often will include, you know, running by the water to see Manhattan during the sunset yeah. as part of my, my route. And some, the other reason why I would take my phone is like, oh, what if I want to take a – oh, that too. What if I want to take um, – if I run without – okay, sunset was a, is, a, <laughs> is more acceptable. This is less acceptable, but I'm just going to admit it. What if I need to take a selfie to post on social? Like I have nothing to prove this. <laughs> if, it, if, it's not, if, it's not on inter- if it's not on Instagram or Twitter, it never happened. Exactly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> exactly. And sometimes I still need to create content. You're right. This is not good for my mental health. Uh, so, maybe it's good as is. Just keep it as is. <laughs> so, so I'm just I'm gonna encourage you. Maybe like even try like a week in 2022 to just go out and run with your Apple Watch and nothing else. And I think. I mean, I, I do that. I you carry the mini with you. Eighty no, percent of the time, eighty the eighty percent of the time, I run just with my watch. Oh, okay. okay. Or ninety percent of the time. Oh, well, yes. then you made it sound like you have to have a phone with you all the time. No, no. Only certain times when I feel like I'm going further away from home or I'm going to be out longer, I just feel more confident having a phone on me. I don't know why, because I can call people with my watch and like, yeah. <laughs> because you can call people and watch, you can message people. And I can pay for things. There's maps on your watch. You can That's pay true. for things. That's uh, true. It, it, yeah. it does. It does everything you need it to yeah. do. And I have, I also use, I also do a go biking a lot. And I love the, that, that on watch OS eight now, um, it knows that pedal assist is a little bit of, is, is cheating. So it's not going to count for that many calories. If wait, you're wait, using wait, a pedal what, wait, what's pedal assist? Is that an e-bike it's, feature? It's, a, it's basically called, it's, so technically in, I think it's a European term, but uh, it's not because these are unless, so and if you have to pedal. Correct. An e-bike is like motors. It's closer Correct, to a yeah. motorcycle. You Correct. don't have to exert any yeah. effort. You can just uh, sit on they, it. A, they call it a pedelec, uh, a pedal assist. If it's just an, it, it, but basically an e-bike that you have to pedal for it to work. Yeah. Okay, wait, but so pedal. Wait, what? So I don't understand what this pedal assist feature is. What is that? What no. Um. On no. On Watch OS eight, it can determine whether you're using a regular bike and an e-bike. Oh. And okay. so. And, you know, you burn more calories on a regular bike, especially if you're 
climbing up the Williamsburg bi- Bridge, which is very steep. So it'll kind of take that into account. It knows you're traveling faster. There's mm. no way this could be. A, a, and so you're not going to burn that many calories as well. Uh, at least it's not going to register on, on, okay, on the okay. app. So, okay. yeah, so it's great for e-bike users um, like me um, who are serious about the accurate counting of of, of calories and whatnot. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. A, now this is all about making fun of me. <laughs> no, it's not about making fun of you. I'm just trying to put the pieces together. So yeah. you are into fitness, but you use an e-bike because you want to chill on it sometimes. No, well, some, <laughs> well, if you if you ever had to cross over to Manhattan okay. um, on a regular bike and cross the bridge, uh, trust me, on the way up, you're <laughs> ready. You're not even sure how you're going to get to the top to the top um yeah. but i use so think of it as my car so <laughs> if I, so the other day i had to return things i had to ship some packages and so I, I got on my bike and like i like you would a car and um and and you know i was able to drive farther away and and run my errands and yeah okay. <laughs> so okay. there are days yeah and but no, I still want to count the. I still want some <laughs> calories counted, uh, uh, right? I, I still for want calories race. counted for me sitting for on the race. bike operating without pedaling. Is that what you're well, saying? Not, no, I, I'm still pedaling. It's just the, the motor is just assisting me. I still burn some calories, just not okay. as much as. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, must be, it must be tar- It must be tied to like your heart rate and then how much you're accelerating, right? Yes. Right. Right. Yes. I mean, that's, it that's knows that you're not. Yeah. To. It knows you're not uh, exerting as much effort and you're traveling faster. Um, but it will still, because you can, so you can still start an outdoor bike ride and it will still count calories. You just are not going to earn as much as you probably would have with a previous algorithm. Michael, I'm not judging your lifestyle because you're more active <laughs> than I am. Okay. Bottom line. <laughs> well, let's just say with Techtober has been a struggle to keep up with this lifestyle because you're working till 3 a.m. You haven't had time to maybe do the dishes. Are you really still and or sleep? Are you really going to try to squeeze in a workout? No. I was like, no. No. Yeah. No. No. I'm yeah. like Techtober. I, I might have I think I might have worked out maybe like four times the entire month. You're all, you're all, you're all, well, okay, that's a little low, Brian. <laughs> that's, a little, <laughs> that's a little low, Brian, but I, but I did stop for like a good two weeks and that I felt really guilty about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, there, Apple, Apple Watch Series 8 coming out next year. Maybe, maybe it'll get maybe you to Series over. 8 Pro. Yeah, maybe Series, series 8, Pro, 8 Pro. Maybe, maybe. I, yeah. We'll see, yeah. we'll see. So, okay, Michael, as we wrap up, um, kind of yeah. what's your overall take and your overall verdict um, with the Apple Watch, you know, for people that are listening that may not have seen your review or anything like that? Yeah, sure. Very, very quickly. Like, um, if you own, don't expect this if, you know, don't expect this to be a major update, especially if you own last year's model. That's not the point of this watch. <laughs> and, but then again, I think I'm just, that message is really just for, for tech reviewers, right? Because mm-hmm. we, we expect so much. But I've spoken to so many people who hold on to their iPhones and their watches for at least five years. So if you're in the market to upgrade, go ahead because it's a great device. And there's a lot of, get one for your parents too, especially if they're getting older because of all these health tracking features. But that said, if you buy the watch, I think um, like any other piece of tech, your gadget is only as good as, as what you make of it. Aww. And so... And so, you know, give it a try. Use the features and, and try to live a more active lifestyle because at the end you win. Otherwise, it's just a glorified piece of glass that you probably do not need. And and what's important also is that you find a gadget that matches you too. That, that matches that, your needs. That you need to find that gadget match, which is the website. <laughs> 
you can find Michael Josh at. <laughs> yep, that's the whole point. <laughs> that's okay. the whole point of the channel name. Um, Michael, can you tell people, I guess, you know, in other ways where they can find you on social media and things like that? As sure. Well? Um, I'm um, at, well, it's Gadget Match Everywhere. I also have at Michael Josh. So you can find me on Instagram if you want to see me posting uh, my <laughs> my workout posts from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll, evaluate, we'll evaluate your uh, body fat uh, levels, percentages based on those photos. On the photos that I post, exactly. Yeah, on the shirtless, exactly. on the topless photos that you're posting. <laughs> yes, I've been um, I've been called out for, for some of them. But hey, I've been working out. I kind of want to show off, you know. Give me a break. <laughs> YOLO, YOLO. YOLO. All right, yeah. Michael. Uh, thank you so much for coming on and hanging out and being on the show. Really appreciate it, my man. And, uh, you know, can't wait to finally see you in person at whenever the next event. Are you going to go to CES this year? Yes. Okay. I'll see you at CES. Hopefully, if not I'll see you earlier. Yeah. Yep, yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. All right, man. Well, uh, All right, thanks it was again. Great chatting. Thanks for having me. And Always. yeah, let's do something again soon. All right. We'll see you, bro. Okay. Bye. All right. So there you go. I would love to hear what you all think about the Apple Watch Series 7 now. You know, it's not like everyone's buying it the day it comes out, but I know there's a lot of you that have it. So I'd love to hear your takes. You know, I'm very high on the Apple Watch Series 7, and at the same time, I'm like, hmm, are they gonna are they gonna release a new redesign or next year? Are they gonna wait another year? Maybe I'll feel different about it if a brand new design comes out next year. But guess what? We won't know until we know. So call in. You know how to do it. Record a voice memo. Send it into AppleBitsShow at gmail.com to be a part of the show. And I'd love to hear what you all think about the Apple Watch Series 7. All right, we always got to give our big thanks to our Patreon supporters at the Platinum Apple level, the $100 level, Brandon Ledford, Gil Cabrera, Wesley Frader, Jarrett Lewis, and Atari Koenigsegg. Thank you for all of your continued support. It is amazing. And thank you to all of you who continue to support all of my content. That's early access to content, rewards at different levels, completely ad-free version of the podcast. And then we have some kind of fun contests, competitions, giveaways, and the live Zoom call monthly that we do as well, plus other little things here and there. So that's going to do it for this week's show. I will be back from my vacation. I held down the fort for y'all. Still haven't missed an episode. Maybe one day I'll just need to take a breather, but not anytime soon. I'm so grateful for all of y'all. And until then, we will talk to you soon next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. It's the Apple Bits XL, baby. Peace. <laughs>